0: we pray you'll be blessed as you listen to Striving for Revival. Welcome to the Striving for Revival radio broadcast. This is Pastor Justin Cooper coming to you today from the KNVBC studio at the North Valley Baptist Church here in Santa Clara, California. Maya, what a privilege it is to have you join me for the broadcast today. And what an honor is mine to take the King James Bible and to share with you some eternal truth from the very Word of God. I'm looking forward to today as we continue our study in James chapter 9. Number three, and this will be broadcast number three out of this third chapter, and we've been we've been talking about the topic of the tongue, talking about the tongue. That is a subject that nobody's mastered, but everybody deals with on a daily basis. And um, they said, well, you might be a master of the unspoken word, but the spoken word is a master of you, and you've got to watch what you say. And James does not cut any slack to the tongue. And he's dealing with the topic of the uncontrolled tongue or gossip, slander, criticism, and he's warning these believers of the damage that can be done by dialogue. Now, God gave us a tongue for a purpose. The tongue is not in your head on accident. It's there for a reason. And you say, why do I have that? Well, with our mouth, we are to extol the Lord, to praise the Lord, to honor the Lord, to edify the brethren, to encourage one another. And that's why we have the ability to speak. It is for communication unto edification. We're not supposed to use our tongue, as a clothesline to hang out dirty laundry. We're not supposed to run down other people. We're not supposed to just uh, shoot off at the mouth and uh, say things uh, that would hurt uh, people and hurt the cause of Christ. James likens the tongue to a bridle. It's a small thing, but the bridle controls the horse. He likens the tongue to the helm of a ship. The helm is a small thing, but it controls the ship and then he said the tongues like a little fire now I didn't mention this previously so I'll mention it before we move on today fire can be a blessing fire can be destructive fire can be helpful fire can hurt fire can be that which produces life in a sense and fire can be that which kills here's the problem controlled fire is a blessing Uncontrolled fire is damaging or devastating. Now, man, since the earliest days of man, has relied on fire. Fire keeps us warm. We cook with fire. Uh, We use it for various things. I know uh, in the southern part of the United States, they'll burn their fields at certain times of the year and they'll burn off the brush, and that burning brings nutrients into the soil that is controlled fire we used to do what was called control burns and you'd burn a hillside where the weeds and brush were growing because it was too steep really you'd get up there and weed eat it or hit, do it with a sigh so anyway you'd control burn it and that was allowed and that was good and that was helpful and uh, it benefited to be honest with you and uh, so that was something that we did and uh, that's controlled fire it was a blessing but you take that same fire and you put that on the hillside that uh, you don't have anybody controlling it, and you just let that fire go, and there's no ditches dug, there's no uh, a, a little uh, burn uh, boundary set or anything like that. That fire will burn. That's that same fire that could be a blessing, but if it's not controlled, it's out of control, can I say it can cause a whole lot of damage. In California, we know all about that. We have fires every year. I mean, it's regular for us, like snow up north uh, or... Or, uh, you know, humidity down south, we have fires in California. It's just expected. It just comes with uh, living here in this part of the territory. So the tongue can be a blessing, but it also can be a curse. Proverbs twenty or rather twelve eighteen says, There is that speaketh like the piercings of a sword, but the tongue of the wise is health. The tongue is like a sword, but it can also be health. It can be helpful, it can be harmful. What a picture it is. You think about Proverbs fifteen fourteen. The heart of him that hath understanding seeketh knowledge, but the mouth of fools Feedeth on foolishness, so the tongue can be used to be a blessing to people, and the tongue can be used to beat down and burden people. So think about this: Thou art master of the unspoken word, I said, but the spoken word is master of you. You only have one chance to use your tongue right. One man was trying to teach an illustration on gossip, teach a lesson. And um, he was dealing with a gossip who couldn't control their mouth. And they just spoke and spoke and spoke and flung words uh, out into the atmosphere. And finally, one day, that gossip got convicted about it and wanted forgiveness. And the man said, well, you can get forgiveness, but you can't get back what you said. And he said, let me illustrate. And they took that. they took a pillow filled with feathers up to the top of a hill. And the wind was just whipping and blowing and the breeze was going. And that man told that gossip, take that pillow and shake it. And he did. And those feathers went flying out of the pillowcase into the sky. And he said, i tell you what. He said, as easily as you can go gather those feathers and put them back into this case, that's how easily you can put those words back in your mouth. Once they're spoken, those words are spoken. In verse number 7, James said of chapter 3, For every kind of beast and of birds and of serpents and of things in the sea is tamed and hath been tamed of mankind. But the tongue can no man tame. It is an unruly evil full of deadly poison. Think about that. Man in Genesis was given dominion, Adam was, over this earth. Now, he lost his dominion when he fell, but man has conquered uh, most every aspect of this world. But man cannot conquer his own tongue. Man can bring into subjection uh, the wild beast. Man can take wild terrain and cultivate it. Man can uh, uh, even dam up mighty rivers and make them into something that he can use for energy. Man has tamed a lot, conquered a lot, but it seems like man cannot conquer his Tongue. Verse number nine says, Therewith bless we God, even the Father, and therewith curse we men, which are made after the similitude of God. Is that not the truth? And we intend to do right. We intend to do well with our tongue. But is it not true that we'll sing amazing grace often on Sunday and then Monday morning find ourselves cussing at somebody in traffic? Why is that? It's because the tongue's an unruly member. It's a it's a bitter, deadly poison. Man can tame a lot of things. You ever been to the circus before and you see how man can tame, I mean, the king of the jungle, a lion or a big elephant or zebras and other things, but man can't control his own tongue. Out of the same mouth proceedeth blessing and cursing my brethren. These things ought not so so to be. The Christian man ought not be the man who praises God one day and then tells dirty jokes at the job another day. You ought not be that one who lifts up the name of Christ and at the same time cusses like a sailor. And you say, well, I bet you don't say praise the Lord and hit your hammer. No, but I want to. I tell you that much. I wish I would. Uh, Can I say, it just reminds us of how weak our flesh is and how out of control our tongue can get. A lot of problems have been caused in families, in churches, in society because people cannot control their mouth. I understand that people now with a social media platform think it's cool to speak their mind, but i tell you something, you speak your mind and tell us that you don't have one. That's what it shows people want to be quick to shoot off at the mouth lebron james not long ago said something uh, uh, posted something ridiculous on his twitter and trying to be cool and trying to be up to date and trying to look like he knows something i mean he's a wannabe martin luther king jr or whatever and so he made a statement and he said you're next and put a picture of a police officer under there after a uh, a a justified cop uh, dealing with a situation had to shoot somebody uh and, and he basically threatened the man and incited violence against the individual and police in general. And and can I say, his tongue caused a whole lot of trouble. You see, but that was his thumbs. Yes, but he's speaking there. I understand. He put out that statement. You and I have got to watch what we say. We've got to watch what comes out of our mouth. Verse 11 of James 3 says, Doth a fountain send forth at the same place sweet water and bitter? Can the fig tree, my brethren, bear olive berries? Either a vine figs? so can no fountain both yield salt water and fresh. Who's wise, a wise man, and in do with knowledge among you. Let him show out of a good conversation his works with meekness of wisdom. But if you have bitter envying and strife in your hearts, glory not, and lie not against the truth. Now, think about it. He's saying live a pure life, not just lip service but with your mouth you ought to glorify god it ought not be one thing today and another thing tomorrow but there ought to be consistency in your christianity can can uh, a man can be two-faced he's saying a man can be double-minded a man can have a we used to use a forked tongue He can say good things and bad things, righteous things and unrighteous things. He said, no fountain on earth gives forth bitter and sweet water. No tree bears both figs and olives. He said, and now the tongue reveals genuine faith because it's the mouth. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth doth speak, and your mouth confesses what's on the inside the tongue reveals your faith. Like he said in chapter number two, faith without works is dead. Being alone, he said those works justify your faith to the eyes of the world. And he said your tongue testifies of your faith as well to the ears of the world. Just like you living out your faith proves its authenticity, what you say proves the authenticity of your faith as well. What's in the fountain comes out. If there's bitter water on the inside, it comes out. If there's sweet water on the inside, it comes out. If there's salt water or fresh, it comes out. If it's fig, or if it's apples it's born forth on the branch and the same thing's true about a man's life what's in his heart comes forth from his mouth gotta guard the tongue until next time pray for revival thank you for joining us today for striving for revival with Justin Cooper assistant pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara California listen at this time every weekday as we strive for revival